listen. Have a great week. You know me. Be excellent. You got a Monday coming up. It's a new opportunity. Don't even look down. Start looking up. Outstanding. Oh, I like that. I like that. What's up, everyone? It's yours truly here. And welcome to another episode of the Let Me Tell You Something podcast. Episode 11, that is. I am one of your co-hosts, Juice Loman. Juice. And before we start, I just want to shout out to everyone who reached out. I sent a couple of you uh, the link to the podcast. Some of you, I I send you the the new episode as soon as it comes out. But for some of you, I specifically asked to hear uh, some of your opinions. I know some of you are busy, so you haven't reached out yet all the way. But uh, one of them in particular, uh, and when I'm really regarding to is the main topic, the beginning topic that we had in the first segment of last episode of being bored. And uh, a lot of them agreed with me, uh, especially saying, you know, a lot of them who agreed with, with, with me were right around my age, you know, so in the thirties, mid thirties or close to mid thirties. And there was one in particular that I remember that said that, you know, the only time that she can remember any time recently that she was pre- or, uh, bored is when she was pregnant. So I was like, you know what? I could definitely understand that. I could definitely understand that. I couldn't relate uh, with all due respect, but I could understand in a way. But regardless, I thought I just thought that was, you know, I, I talked to people at work about it. I talked to family and friends about it. So I'm always interested to see how people who aren't in my inner circle or whatnot uh, think about some of the things that we talk about on the podcast, but speaking about talking about the podcast, big cuz. Stroke that thing, cuz What's going on? How's the week? How was the weekend? What's, 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 what's going on? Can't call it, man. Just out here grinding. Out here putting, putting gears to the pavement. Mm. It's a tough, it's, it's tough out here, man. It's a hard world. We live in a hard world. <laughs> but at the same time, it's fun, though. You know? Man, listen. It'd be a whole lot funner if it wasn't on all, if it wasn't on Hall of Fame difficulty. <laughs> Trust me. Well, uh, what, are, what, are, what are we speaking in particular? Life, man, in general. The grind. The hard work that you got to put in just to get, you know, an inkling of, an inkling of normalcy. Let's put it that way. Especially with things just raising in price, it's it's about to get it's about to get wild out here, man. Yeah, but 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 like, so you know me, cause I normal is I don't like normal. I like the unexpected. I like the random type stuff. So you know, for me, the grind, the grind for me, it's just. It can be stressful, especially when you think about things. Like, damn, I want this to happen. Damn, I want this to happen. But the grind is fun when you get to it because there's all types of obstacles. There's 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 fun aspects to it. There's the aspects you don't like. So I, I get what you mean, but I don't know. I, I I mean, listen, I've I've gone through quite a journey within the last year and a half. Uh, that. I would say the beginning of it, of this journey that I'm I'm 
you know, this, this, this new chapter that I'm going through, it was, was stressful and, and, and really negative, but now I'm really starting to see the, uh, the positives from it. Um, one aspect is definitely, you know, uh, recharging and being able to do this podcast especially with some family and it always brings a positive aspect throughout the week um but at the same time there are the struggles you know the time to trying to find the time to edit trying to find the time to make time for the the podcast um sometimes that can cause some troubles but it's still fun at the end of the day. I, regardless, I know what you're saying. I'm just trying to be, I'm just trying to do a little devil's advocate here. Absolutely. Um, but I just the, be in my feel, you know, I just be in my feelings. And that's, high, listen, and that's totally normal. All those things you just said are totally normal. I, I, I don't blame you one bit. I come here to vent. I don't vent anywhere else. I come here to vent. So, yeah. And, and that's what we love. That's that. And listen. We do it for these ball bags and their entertainment. That's how we do it. Absolutely. Yeah, I have to say that some sometimes the now that you yeah, I'm 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 thinking here as we're we're going forward with this podcast. And yeah, there's there's certain times of grinds. Like I, I don't like morning shifts. I don't mind great getting up in the morning, you know, but I the morning shifts are starting to uh mentally be an inconvenience for me i i'm now back into working at night and getting into that night mode of things so for me it's just a little you know it's just a little different but uh so for me i guess that that work that's where my mm, normalcy annoyance comes from so hey i'm here to vent as well I think that's what we're here for. You know what I mean? That's 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 what we're here to do. Let we get into the first topic here, huh? You already know. Hey, 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 hey. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Where in the last two episodes, we've kind of just gone off into random conversation, which it, it honestly makes for great content, and I, I honestly love it. You know, working in the restaurant business and just continuously talking to people every day, I will say this. I, I, I just really enjoy <laughs> just being able to randomly talk to people. You know, I really, there's something that I've noticed about people recently, and it's, and I'm talking about myself as well, Okay. There's not enough people, people, people don't socialize enough. People don't get out and, and, and just want to talk to people. People are, are so just accustomed to being in their ways. And again, I'm talking about myself too. I'm, I'm not any better than anybody else, but in this particular thing in the, that I'm talking about, I truly feel that I I just have that one up when it comes to that. I listen, I thrive off communication. There's people I talk to on a regular day basis that I feel that I need to 
talk to. That's, you know, the my my family, that's including you, cuz, that's uh my 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 group chats. Okay, that's the 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 random people who send me stuff on Instagram, uh Facebook, fucking TikTok, all that. I love that stuff. I love that. Like I thrive off that. I feel like if I don't get it enough, I feel like I just need to branch out and go to t- and, and talk to people. But sometimes I feel like that's my problem, that I branch out too much that people just expect that. But again, I expect that from others. So it's a it's a two-way street. It's a two-way street, tit for tat. You know what I mean? Regardless, when it comes to the restaurant world and, and me talking to to patrons every single day, that's one thing that I notice is that I feel I just feel like people maybe people take talking to people for granted. I know there's people that just don't want to talk to people. And I totally get that. Like I said, everyone gets into their own shell, their their routine of, of life every day. And sometimes that m- might be not talking to people. I, I always find that sometimes in the restaurant business those who make it an effort to try and and talk to people when they're not when they really don't want to but that's their job in the restaurant business i feel like that you can kind of see the true person in that where they're like okay they're just kind of talking just so they can you know they're serving you know or they're bartending they have to talk you know but really they don't I can see that in some people, and I don't know. I know I'm, I'm obviously going on a tangent on a couple of things here, but it's just one of the things I see in the restaurant business is, uh, especially when people order. Like, uh, you know, I, I just, I see it. And personally for me, it concerns me. I, you know, communication is one of those things that we need every day in, in for whatever it is, unless you can live off ordering offline and not talking to people. I mean, you know, then, and by all means, kudos, if that's what you want to do. I think what you said was the, uh, the Kremlin, it's the, it's the whole accessibility, the, the 24 seven of constant communique. Like you said, you're, you're out there socializing at work every day because it's part of your job. And you find it weird for somebody else not to socialize is because you're you're entrenched in it, you're engrossed into it. Yeah. You're taught you're taught tactics to socialize. You know what I mean? You're taught tactics to get people to talk. So it's like that's just at the end of the day, it's all about people's perspective. Yeah. But I think what what you said about people not communicating and not wanting to communicate and not socializing anymore, it was COVID. Everybody got comfortable with being inside. It was not, it was not frowned upon at that time. To just be lazy, to just kick about and just chill and not have to talk to nobody for days because you're like, eh, we're taking care of me, you know? So I think everybody's just still in that mode. It's going to take a little bit to get out of, that's all. Uh, well, I think I think it's just the fact that we are, we or one are able to do that in such a way that we're kind of, well, at least in the U.S., we're kind of past COVID and you don't, you know, you don't have to communicate. You don't have to verbally communicate. You know, you can always just text somebody or you can always, you know, I love a good 
face-to-face combo. Are you kidding me? Like, one of the reasons that helped me in life in the restaurant business was getting better with eye contact and just being able to talk to people. And I think that's gotten me a long way in life to the point where, I don't know, I just... I don't know. It, it, it concerns me because, and I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm the, the absolute best at communication. I'm this and that. Okay, because I'm not. I'm not. Perfect. Okay. I'm not. Not by any means. Okay. I'm not even the spokesperson for it, but I feel like I'm a little bit better than, than others or at least some that I know. Perfect. And there's a lot. There, there, at the same time, there's a lot others that are better than me. Perfect. But regardless, yeah, it's just it's just something that I, I, I see. Just keep sharpening your tool. That's all you got to do. That's all. I mean, listen, that's all I can do. You know, that's that's keep that's all I can tool. do. That's it. I think another thing, too, is. One thing that I'm really good at is knowing my audience. You know, when you work in the restaurant business, you come across all types of people. The one thing that I always enjoy talking about is my name. Because everyone thinks that I, I, I say Jim, but people will hear Jim, J-I-M. And if they hear Jim, then they think G-E-M. But, you know, if you could guess, because if you could guess when I say Jim, J-E-M, what's one thing that they bring up? What's one thing you think they bring up? You know, I'd never listen. I thought of you immediately. So have you ever seen the town with uh, Ben Affleck and all them boys and, uh, Jeremy okay. Renner. So a- that's that's the, you uh, when you brought that up, I immediately thought of that. The first time I ever saw that, I, it just it everything just clicked right there. And then I said, "Damn!" I said, "I wonder if my cousin ever got confused for fucking Jim." <laughs> like when he tells him their name, I'm like, probably because he goes by Jim a lot. And I'm like, Jim, Jim. And I was like, Yo, I I was like, I bet. Like ever since I seen that, I immediately thought of you, and I said. He probably gets mistaken for that shit all. I bet he has to clarify just like this motherfucker had to. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I feel I feel bad now. Cause like I didn't I never associated that until I seen that movie. <laughs> it's funny you say that because you're probably the fourth person all time to bring up that the town and and Jim and Jim thing. Because it's it's it was such a great scene. Yeah. Because it was you know, it was such a great scene, and it's just and it's so it was just like yeah all they're doing is that he's just telling him his name and a back a little backstory a little history on how he got the nickname and it was just gorgeous because that movie is amazing you know it's watch it any movie. watch it any chance you get you know yeah I mean? that's a that's like, a that's a yeah, great movie that's a great movie but yes but no the 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 most asked about thing once I tell them how my name is spelled is Jim and the holograms hey. It just so happened that I was working at the movie Tavern in 2014 when that movie came out. And it came out on my birthday weekend, ironically. And I... The stars lined up. Well, well, the stars did not line up because I take off for my birthday, which every single person should. They should never work on your birthday, which that that could be another thing we could talk about in a second. But, um, But yeah, I took off and... The movie did so bad, they discontinued it from my theater after like a week. So, how was it though? Was it a good movie? I didn't get to I, see it. I, 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 don't know. I, I didn't watch the movie. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Listen, listen, listen. Anyone out there, I talk about this at work all the time. 
all the time. I've talked about this at work for, mm, I don't know, since I've been working in this world. Listen, we work, most people work, you know, four or five days a week, sometimes six or seven days a week, right? When you get that coveted day off after, you know, consecutive days of working, it feels so great, you know, and I, and and it should be rewarding, it should be relaxing. Sometimes you might have to do yard work or laundry or go pay bills, do blah, 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 blah on your days off. That's fine. That's fine. That's what days off are for, right? But let me tell you something. If you are a full-time worker, even a part-time worker, you don't work on your birthday. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you're a bartender. I don't care if you're a ballet worker. I don't care if you're one of those like servers that works at, uh, uh, as a, a server for like the front row and second row of games at NBA games and whatever. I don't care what you do. Take off for your birthday. First of all, you only get one a year. You only get one a year. Okay. You get 52 weekends. Okay. So you can take those off. 52 weekends in a year. You can take those off whenever. Okay. But take off for your birthday. Do not work on your birthday. Now, I work with somebody. He he was like, well, you know, my birthday's on New Year's Day. And I was like, listen, I'm going to tell you right now. If you work in the restaurant business, you're always going to have to work on your birthday. Unless that place is, like, heavily staffed. And then you request to take off on January 1st. So it's typically a fairly busy day in the restaurant world. Um, so that's tough. Um, but if you can take off months ahead of time before they start closing out days that you can't take off, boom, you'll be in the clear. But you you don't work on your birthday, right? No. Okay. Perfect. Okay. That's, okay. okay. Hey, 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 hey. Let me tell you something. We're going to get into sports, but I figured we do something different for sports. So usually it's overreaction Monday, and it's going to kind of be similar to that. But this segment is called This or That. Really simple. You just got to pick one or the other. Simple as that. Here's the first one. Who goes further in the playoffs? Sixers or Celtics? Mm. I was just talking about this with a good friend of mine. Uh, I believe it's going to be Sixers. <laughs> yeah, I believe it's going to be the Sixers. Simply because I feel like they're going to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Something, te- something tells me that they're going to the Eastern Conference Finals. They're not going to win the Eastern Conference Finals. But something tells me that they're going to go. Well, I think what really concerns me with the Sixers is obviously Harden. Now, look. How he played against Toronto last week, if he can play like that for the rest, because he, he was out for the last couple of games with an Achilles injury, so if he can come, if he can come play in the rest of the season like that, I could see it. My problem with the Celtics is they live and die by the jump shot. Last year they were really good uh, with scoring in the paint. I think they were one of the best teams in the league in scoring in the paint. This year, they're like 23rd, 24th in scoring in the paint. They live and die by the jump shot. Something that I've noticed the last couple of weeks by them, if if they can't 
make any shots. They'll just keep shooting, and they will shoot themselves out of games. That's right. So that's right. That that's what's that that that's scares right. me with the Celtics, and they haven't been playing really well lately. Whereas the Sixers are playing really well since the the All Star break. So I might have to agree with you on that one. Okay. What is more likely to happen? Joker wins MVP or Giannis and the Bucks win the NBA Finals? Damn, that's a good one. Perfect. Damn, that's a good one. Because there's no solid yes or no, like there's no solid this or that. Because you can't say, oh, yeah, but Giannis is going to win the championship this year and Joker's not going to win MVP or Joker's going to win MVP and Giannis, yeah, I can't say any of that. All right. I'm going to say the more guarantee, though, is that Joker wins the MVP. Hey! I'll go with that. that uh, thinking about it soundly, I'll go with that. When I wrote this, I thought about it, and I'm like, hmm, if Joker wins MVP, I think Giannis is going to be really pissed. Yeah. And they might fuck around and just yeah. win it. Finals, so and both, then finals so MVP. Both... <laughs> oh, oh. Because that's, that's, that's something that, you know. When Giannis wins that, you know, he, he smiles at the camera. Oh, you know who he's, you know who he's talking to when he says, you know, when he holds up that trophy and he says, this is what it's all about. You know who he's talking about. You know. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay, then. Okay. Oh, wow. That might just happen then. That, I, I, I think it'll be great for Giannis's career if, if, they win the title again. I just don't really want to see that happen. Like I don't want to see the Bucks win the finals after a year like this. I, I don't. I, you have to. You have to because then I want Giannis to win because then that gives me faith for that Wembenyana kid. Like if Giannis can yeah. come in the league and win two by on his on his back on his on his own morals, then this Wambayana kid can do it too. I, I would have faith if Giannis wins this one. That Wambayana kid got some big ass shoes to fill. That's for fucking. Yeah, that's that makes for a good point. The new collective bargaining agreement came in this uh, last week uh, with a seven year deal. And here's my question: What will be more important going forward with the new collective bargaining agreement? Will it be the new? in-season tournament or will it be the new rule they put in where you have to play a minimum of 65 games to get any yearly awards so the in-game tournament is something that they've been talking about for at least like three or four years now and basically it would happen sometime around the all-star right around all-star break where uh-huh. Every team in the NBA would be in this tournament and it would be, you know, ranked by record at the time. So okay. one through 32 or 30, however many teams there are. Mm-hmm. And what would happen is uh, one would play 32, two would play 31 and so forth. And you just play to the end of the season. And, and that would make up regardless of who loses or whatnot, you're still going to play 82 games throughout the season. Okay. So, Either way you look at it, you're still playing 82 games in the in-game season tournament being included into it. Um, and I, and then honestly, it, it, it makes for it will make for a more competitive mid-season where you see a lot of load management. Anyone who plays fantasy basketball, you knew that in December and January, there were so many 
inactive players at random days because it's of cold. blood management or whatever. Yeah, right. So, 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 in all, and so it, it makes the league a little bit more competitive. And it's going to be kind of like how MLB is this year with the scheduling where there's no longer like a interleague play, like everyone plays everybody. And then I think they're just trying to make that a little bit more normal. Whereas, and, and then I'll explain the 65 game minimum uh, game award thing. Whereas you have to play at least 65 games in order to be recognized into any of the uh, end of the season awards, first team, second team, third team, all NBA, first, second team, all defensive team, uh, rookie of the year, MVP, most improved player. I think the only one would exclude from that 65 minimum would be the coaches because they, you know, they're there every single game and that's, that's their job. Well, I mean, that was a long time coming because this is a business, baby. Your, your product is not on the court. So that. That was a long time coming, and I'm so happy that they finally grew some balls and 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 did something about this uh, this malarkey. Rest? Load management? Man, listen. Let me tell you something, cuz. These guys from my era that would die on that court. Man, get out of here. DeMar, I mean, straight D. Hamlin out this bitch for the NBA. I tell you, man, these kids don't know what they got. These kids don't know what they got it like. How they got it like, Josh. But I digress. This most likely going to be the play-in tournament. That's for sure. You think that's going to be more important than the 65 yeah, because game minimum? That's gonna that's gonna impact. That's gonna impact uh, end game scenarios as well too. People are like, if. If what I'm hearing this correctly, it's not that's not taking over the All Star break, is it? No, that would no, be very no, that would no, be very no. nice. That'd be very nice to have a little March Madness on February with the NBA players All Star weekend because a lot of people have been a lot of people have been you know like eh, it's been lackluster last 10, 15 years. So mm-hmm. shake it up a little bit, spice it yeah. up a little bit, you know, make this tournament whatever ramifications you get a little award there too tournament mv mid-season tournament mvp all the hooplon fanfare and what did you say it it what is it what is the end game at this mid-season tournament though what does it affect at the end of the year uh it doesn't affect it i mean it's just like a in game in season tournament uh a team will win i guess some type of trophy and then you just kind of go about the season i feel like with this with this change in the rules it's just simply saying what's already been unwritten for all these years like we're not going to give the mvp to somebody who only played two weeks just because they fry just because they cooked and their team made it to the play no we're not going to do that yeah we're gonna say we're gonna we're just telling they're just writing the guidelines of what the mvp should be you got to play most of the season if not all the season to be considered for this award and to consider be considered for all these awards i don't want a guy that plays three months out of the year because and you want me to consider him for all-star and all this kind of stuff it's horse hockey there's guys out there busting their hump to play night in night out give these guys the recognition i'll tell you one thing they need an iron man award and they need to give it to Mikel they should bridges. yeah they should just yeah, they call should. it the Mikel bridges award they should guys, guy, guy has not missed a game in the five years he's played in this league good outstanding they need guys like that they need they need iron men like that you always got to have iron men oh 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 let me tell you something. All right, winding down to the end of the pod. Cuz any final thoughts? Hey man, listen. Have a great week. You know me. Be excellent.
You got a Monday coming up. It's a new opportunity. Don't even look down. Start looking up. Outstanding. Oh, I like that. I like that. I would just tell everybody to stay off your feet when you need to. Perfect. And rest your mind when you need to. Perfect. And drink water. Perfect. Drink water. You have to drink water. I need water as we speak. Perfect. Guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. This is episode 11. Appreciate the love. Appreciate everybody just tuning in, giving me feedback. I, I, I really do appreciate it. We will see you guys on episode 12, a special episode 12. 12 is my favorite number, so you know how it goes. It's Big Cuz. It's Lil Cuz. We are. Ah!